Hello and welcome to People's Podcast. This is Kulpeet Hora and you are listening to the fourth episode of Let's Study the Community Together. In this particular episode, we will discuss the leaders of this region and challenges faced by the community. Talking about leaders, the very first name that strikes the mind is Sri Chhatrapati Shivaji Maharaj as he was the legendary leader. Chhatrapati Shivaji Maharaj, also known as Shivaji Bhosle, was one of the bravest and most progressive and sensible rulers of India. The founder of Maratha Kingdom, Shivaji was born to be a natural re- leader and fighter on 19th February 1630. In the prestigious Shivneri Fort, Delhi, the day is celebrated as Shivaji Jayanti with the great rigor and traditional style by Maharashtrian. Shivaji established a royal name for himself in the history with his administrative skills by upholding the Swarajya values and Maratha heritage. He was known for his bravery and tactics, tactics with which he won numerous war against the Mughals. Shivaji was a dependable supporter of women and their honor. He opposed all kinds of violence, harassment and dishonor against women. Anyone under his rule caught violating women's rights was severely punished. In fact, women of captured territories were also released unharmed and with integrity. Integrity. Shivaji was called as Mountain Rath and was widely known for his warfare tactics. He was called so because of his authority awareness in geography of his land and tactics like raiding, ambushing and surprise attacks on his enemies. He knew the importance of good army and with his skills expanded his father's 2000 soldier army to 10,000 soldiers. An example of his leadership qualities how readily his men like Prabhudesh Pandey and other volunteered to face even the likelihood of certain death and God came to help Shivaji continue the fight of independence. Elicitating such heroism from followers cannot be mandates. It, only, it can only be inspired by purity of character note, award or inspiring leadership and a truly shared vision of homeland. Shivaji Maharaj kingdom served as a Hindu work against Mughal powers within India. His brilliant strategic tactic managements on battlefields, acute management and administrative skills help him lay the foundation of future Maratra empire in India. The broad principle of Shivaji's administration was the defense of country. Swarajya should be given highest priority through a network of wealth garrison land and a marine fort, a strong army and a navy. In view of peculiar geographical features of Maharashtra, specifically Kokon region, this was the best means of protecting the land from hostile power. I'll talk about is the one who played a great role in the struggle of independence, Swami Ramanand Tirtha. Swami Ramanand Tirth, also known as Tirith, was an Indian freedom fighter, educator and a social activist who led the Hyderabad Liberation, 
Liberation Struggle Marathwada Liberation Day, also known as Marathwada Mukti Sangram Din, celebrated in Maharashtra on 17th September annually. It marks the anniversary of Marathwada's integration with India when Indian military invaded the state of Hyderabad and defeated the Nizams on 17th September 1948. Thirteen months after Indian independence, during the region of Osman Ali Khan, the last Nizam of Hyderabad state, Swami Ramanand, was the principal leader of Hyderabad State Congress. Before taking sannyas, his family name was Venkatesh Bhagwan Rao. Swami Ramanand fought the Osman Ali Khan Asavjha, the Nizam of Hyderabad after the Hyderabad State Congress was established in 1938. He passed, participated in Satyagraha, the non-violence resistance campaigns, and was imprisoned for 111 days by Osman Ali Khan. He is credited for having created a revolutionary movement to integrate Hyderabad State with the Indian Union in 1948. His ability to galvanize the people in consort with the decisive military victory of Hyderabad police action accredited with the state's successful integration into the Indian Union. His original name was Venkatesh. He was given the name Swami Ramanan Tirth after taking the sannyas initiation of voluntary bachelorship for remain of his life. The Marathwada Liberation Day is a state holiday in Maharashtra. During the event, the Indian national flag is flown above government buildings. People gather at Marathwada Region Liberation Day monument to remember those who died during the fight. Rallies are held at school, which are attended by both students and instructors. Seminars are also held to raise the issue concerning the region. Aurangabad, Nandir, Lathur, Jalna, Bid, Parbhani, Usmanabad and Hingoli are a part of Marathwada region. Challenges faced by Marathwara region and the community are farmer suicide and child labor. According to government records, 422 farmers in Marathwara committed suicide in 2014. This was because of the inability to bear crop losses and financial quandary, made acute by water scarcity and crisis. 2014 was the third consecutive year of low rainfall and when rain did occur, it was sometimes untimely and damaged crops. Of the 422 suicides, 252 cases were due to the inability to pay agriculture loans. There has been more than 177 farmer suicides in first two months of 2017. According to a study by IIT Bombay, extreme droughts have frequently occurred in major portions of Marathwara. In the last few decades, lack, lacks natural resources and is prone to drought. Nearly 32% of its 64,818 square kilometre area comes under the rain shadow region. Annual average rainfall is 750 mm and drought is permanent feature. Irrigation water in real terms reaches not more than 50,000 acres of cultivable land. 
about 98% of agriculture is dry land farming and cotton is major crop but the inherent susceptibility of cotton crops to pest and the vagaries of nature make it make its cultivation a risky affair resulting into in many a farm farmer falling to debt suicide among farmers is one on the rise cotton farming for about 7 months in a year otherwise nothing thus projects under the state run employment guarantee scheme overflow with unemployment educated youth as well as school going children for nearly 5 months of the year when farm work comes to an grinding halt another challenge faced by the community is child labor the largest number of child laborers reside in india due to poverty and social security the number of child labor in india exponentially increased study reveals that the age of 78.60% child labor is in between 9 to 14 years the 10020000 is the average annual income of 88 percent families of child labor 67 percent child labors are homeless and 44 personal child labors come from diverse families there are 35 personal child labors intact with their families the 33 percent depends upon one time meal in a day for survival most of the child labors come from the house of family where family members are badly addicted to alcohol and tobacco the 39 percent child have working as a child labor due to the poor economical conditions of the family mostly child labors working on garages brick factories waste collection and hotels in very minimum wages the working hours of 37% child labors are more than 12 hours the 23% to 23.20% and 39.80 are 37% child labors are badly affected by skin disease handicaps and infectious disease respectively that 79.60% child laborers are illiterate and are out of school to overcome child labor's problem indian constitution constitute an effective acts of laws to prevent child labor as well as center and state government launches of various schemes to stop child labor but due to due to poor implementations of schemes political interference government irresponsiveness flexible clauses in law and lack of social awareness is the main reason of failures to stop child labor in this region